Hello, product innovators. Today, we learn from the SVP of a major e-commerce data platform on best practices for launching and scaling a new hardware product via direct-to-consumer online sales. You're listening to the Product Startup Podcast, a show to learn from top leaders in product development, prototyping, manufacturing, product selling, and everything in between. Hosted by Kevin Macko, the leading expert on product development for physical product startups. Sponsored by PTC's two best-in-class 3D CAD product development software solutions, Onshape and Creo. And produced by Macko Design and Invent, the original firm providing world-class consumer product development services tailored specifically to startups, small manufacturers, and inventors. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm very excited to introduce Lamise Butt to the show. Lamise is the Senior Vice President of Zuvu, a 250-person e-commerce data platform company that works with hardware startups all the way through to some of the leading hardware brands in the world. She has spent over 15 years in the world of e-commerce tools, working with brands such as Mercedes-Benz, 3M, Microsoft, and more. Today, Lamise is going to share some valuable knowledge from vendor startups and small manufacturers on what product discovery is for e-commerce products, how to get potential customers to find your product, and how to maximize the success of return on ad spend for scaling up e-commerce sales for your new hardware product invention. Now, on to the episode. Hi, Lamise. Welcome to the show. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Well, really excited today to talk to you about perfecting e-commerce sales, especially for new hardware products. You've been in the space for 15 years. You've worked a number of different capacities. You've got a really good insight to what works and what doesn't work when trying to both discover a new innovative hardware product. How do people find your product? How do prospective customers discover your product that solves either the pain point that they're having or the opportunity that they're looking to achieve? And you've seen that from the discovery point all the way through to the customer interaction and then closing the sales. And you've got some fantastic evidence and some fantastic data in and around building e-commerce sales to really convert better, to sell more product online to customers, especially for new hardware products. Before we get into all of that, just give us a quick backstory to how you got to be the success story you are today. Sure. Well, it all started probably in my late teens. I was just a curious individual and I'd probably say a good word to define me was rebel in the nicest sense. I always was somebody that questioned things. And so questioning the status quo, questioning how to do things better. And I fell into digital transformation very early on. And it was actually during my university or college years, as you guys call it, uh, that I wanted to do a bit of a side hustle, recognized that I needed a bit more money and started to do a personal shopping side hustle. I'm sure a lot of your listeners, I'm the same, I'm probably sure you are too, shopping online as it pertains to fashion and clothes is incredibly hard. How do you find the right outfit? That was something that personally I was doing one-to-one helping people. But actually, I realized I wanted to scale this. Started a company called My Mannequin, which essentially was an app that you would come to be asked a series of questions and it would aggregate an outfit for you from all of the top brands that you'd actually said that you'd liked. And you could then purchase those products as an aggregated basket straight to your door. And that was really kind of the genesis of me realizing I had such a huge passion for bridging that gap between brick and mortar and e-commerce. And that kind of journey has taken me through to corporate working for Mercedes-Benz and helping them digitize how they sell cars. And then now on to Zuvu, where I've really been working with the company to help brands, retailers and manufacturers supercharge their e-com experience and help customers find the right products for them in the most streamlined way. That's amazing. What great experience. So I want to talk about first things first, just describing what product discovery is, because that's such a critical part, especially as a new hardware startup. You've got something that the world has never seen before. You're also a new brand. So how do people find out about your product? 
It's such a good question. And especially kind of in the hardware space as well, because I can imagine, right, if it could be hardware where you have technical specifications around the product itself, but how do you get those technical specifications to be human language? Like if you imagine the best example I would give is when you go in store, let's just say we're looking for a laptop. When I go in store, I'm having a conversation with a sales person and they're probably going to ask me a series of questions around what am I going to use the laptop for, for school or for work, or am I still studying with it. What are you going to be doing on the laptop? And I'd say, well, I like to blog a lot. I travel a lot and I like to store everything on my laptop. And instantly he'd be able to say, right, this is the laptop for you. But if I go online and I go to Walmart or I go to Newegg, Best Buy, I have to know what, how much CPU I need, how much RAM I need. And I don't even know what those acronyms mean. And so how do you get to a place as a hardware company to take that technical specification and turn it into a conversation online? And that really is what product discovery and Zuvu solves. It's being able to put that conversation to the customer and really guide them to the right product for them based on their needs. That's a really amazing description. I think it's something that's overlooked, especially for new people in the e-commerce space. You can't just simply put your product on the internet and sales roll in. You have to figure out how do you actually attract the intent of the correct buyer so that they come to your particular product through certain triggers, which I think is what you're really talking about here in terms of those human factor questions. People aren't looking at your invention. If you've made the next greatest mousetrap, they're not simply typing in next greatest mousetrap into Google. Right. They're typing in either the problem that they're running into or the solution that they're looking for or simply other human-oriented questions. Mm. So to get really good at e-commerce, whether you're selling on Amazon or Walmart online or a number of other players, even your own website. It could be even a crowdfunding campaign. There's lots of mediums in which to sell online, but across all of them have this common thread. You need to have that human factor in order to attract the people originally with the secondary questions or the secondary intent behind the product, not just the name of the product or the product itself. I think you're absolutely right. And also just to enhance what you're saying there is the power of having a connected customer experience. So understanding where and when your customers like to shop, because in a world where let's just say your product may have multiple personas, what you're going to need to do is understand each of those personas deeply and target them in the right area. So let's just say you have a persona for your mousetrap or whatever it is that, that we're using here. And let's say the first persona is from the ages of 16 to 25. Those those ages are typically going to be discovering on socials, whether that's TikTok or whether that's Instagram, they are going to be shopping and converting through that medium. So you better make sure that whatever it is that you're doing kind of on your commerce platform, you're also doing on socials, or you're at least driving the funnel up into that point and pulling them through to the end point, which should be your website, which at the moment, my view is websites and, and commerce instances are like indexes. They're just libraries of products. And what we need to do to be successful in e-commerce is really provide the right navigation to help your customers get to their destination, which is the product for their need. So how do we do that? I mean, I can sit here and brag about Zuvu all day long, but ultimately <laughs> we you need to engage in a form of product discovery. And so that could be a series of things. I'll break it down into two parts. So the first part is understanding your product data. You will have a series of product data, whether that's kind of in uh, an Excel file or it's stored and managed in a PIM platform, so a product information management platform, you have an understanding of your product data. What we need to be able to do is take all of that and translate it into human language 
language so we can power these discovery conversations. And this is where the magic happens. So the discovery conversations can be digital assistance. So having almost like clickable question and answers to help you drive to the right product. It could also be chat format. So let's just say, you know that your customers hit the search bar the moment they land on your website because they're searching for something. But the moment we start to see that they're typing mousetrap, we know there's intent there to buy a mousetrap. And we can power a question to say, what are you going to be using this for? I mean, obviously they're going to be using it to catch mice, or it could even be you know, a burglar, a burglar deterrent or whatever it is. But as long as we understand what it is, we can start to drill down to get to the right product or series of products. And then the third one that's also really powerful is visual configurators. This starts to get really powerful when you want to shift and not just think about increasing conversions, but boosting your cart value. Why this is so powerful is if you think about the conversations that you have in store with a salesperson, by the end of that conversation, if they're a good salesperson, you will be buying that product. But you've also developed a really important thing, which is trust. And so if that salesperson recommends the associated products with that, so the accessories that are compatible with that laptop, the keyboard, the Bluetooth mouse, I'm going to buy it because I don't want to spend my time researching, which is the right compatible accessories for that tool or that laptop. And the same premise exists online. And so with visual configurators, what you're able to do is go through that series of questions, be surface the right product for you, but then visually configure your bundle and then click add to cart and purchase. This is so powerful. I want to highlight something that you brought up in there specifically around this features and specifications. You refer to it as the PIM, so the product information manual or guide or whatever else. It's some basically series of specifications about your product. And especially as a hardware startup, you get very engaged with the features because you've been working on them sometimes for over a year, many years, potentially, depending on the type of product and the complexity. And you get really into the weeds of your own product. You understand it explicitly. You really are so fascinated by all the technological feats that you were able to achieve with your designers and engineers and manufacturers to be able to accomplish the vision you had for your product. Mm -hmm. But the end customer sees it very different. Mm -hmm. As we mentioned before, they're looking to either solve a pain point or help with an opportunity. That's the human factor. So one of the easiest things that you mentioned, especially that a hardware startup can do, is just write down your list of specifications. And when you have that list of specifications, figure out how you're going to humanize them. How are you going to create those specs from being a quantified metric to being something that's very interesting and captivating to the actual problem that the customer is trying to solve for? And if you could do that, that creates that element of trust and all these other great things that you're talking about. That will increase the conversion value because you're really able to essentially translate and educate the customer on what your product is beyond the technical specifications. And that's a big part of sales, whether it's e-commerce or face-to-face sales, you have to bring the product off the page, get it out of the specifications and really start identifying and selling the value that your product is going to provide to that customer. It's absolutely right. And we see it a lot with some of the customers that we work with, whether it is the consumer retail type products or the laptops or the vacuums. Dyson understand the exact same, that their customers are trying to find or trying to solve a problem that they're having. And actually, bizarrely, I am in the market for a new vacuum right now. I don't know what's the right vacuum for the series of floors that I have in my house. I have some wood flooring. I also have some carpet, but I also have some rugs and they're quite fluffy rugs. And so I want to make sure that the vacuum that I'm buying is going to be appropriate for all of those needs because I want it to pick up the dust and all of those things. How do I ensure that me as the consumer wants to purchase is mapped to the right product in the most 
streamlined way. Also, a very important point, we're, we're coming into a place now where most people, time is the most precious commodity. And if we can help our consumers find those products in a way that's easy, that they don't have to then drop off and do the research and all of those things, you're going to have retention. So the lifetime value of your customers, they're going to keep coming back to you because of the service and the customer centricity that you've given them by wanting to understand them better, which kind of takes me on to a thought about insights, which I think is really powerful as well. Understanding your customer, even post-purchase, how did that conversation perform as it pertains to conversion? And how often did that specific digital conversation lead to a conversion or lead to a growth in basket size? And how can we optimize that? And so AI is obviously a very spoken about term, everybody talking about it, claims to know what it is. But I think what to be really careful of is think about applied AI. When you're speaking to companies and they say that they do AI, ask the question, what is your applied AI? How do you actually use AI within your platform and, and see the answer? Because the way that Zuvu engages with AI is weaved in throughout our platform. But one of the most powerful ways is being able to build kind of the machine learning models, because each time these digital experiences are used, we're constantly learning. We're learning. And then guess what? We can recommend the best sequence of questions to drive a conversion. And that becomes incredibly powerful when you want to take all of that data at scale and plug that into a marketing system in order to retarget. I think this is a really great use of relevant AI, even to a hardware startup that can utilize these sorts of tools. Because when customers purchase your product online, they go through a whole series of different things in order to get to that purchase button and then right. subsequently actually make the purchase. It's too difficult, especially as an early stage company or as somebody who's relatively new to e-commerce to truly be able to data map out all of those points and start finding common threads. And I think this is exactly what's happening with these AI platforms. They can look at thousands of data points and say, hey, look, we've recognized that like this particular type of messaging is yielding a higher conversion than anything else. You may not have seen that, even if you have relatively good tracking in terms of where your e-commerce information is coming from, you don't know the whole series of touch points that occurred leading up to that. So what a great yeah. application of AI to basically look at all these various data points and say, hey, do you see any common threads? The AI is going to say, yeah, look, there's these three elements that I think are best to accelerate the next versions of your product. And then as you roll those out, it's continuing to learn an A-B test and whatever else, all these fairly advanced marketing tactics for traditional e-commerce advertising that can now be wrapped up into a fairly simple package for the end user being the actual hardware startup selling the product via these e-commerce platforms. So I appreciate you bringing AI into the conversation around that space because it is very practical and it's doable right now. Absolutely. So you talk a lot about the customer first methodology. I want to end here because this is some fairly advanced understanding of e-commerce and how it really applies to getting your highest and best use out of your marketing materials in order to get essentially the best return on ad spend. Just talk a bit about the customer first methodology and how that applies to emerging and scaling hardware startups on e-commerce platforms. So I think we touched on it a little bit before, but I'll kind of go a bit deeper, which is really understanding and segmenting your personas. As a, I think as an early stage company, probably what, what you need to be able to do is you understand the value of why you've created the product. That's obviously Nirvana, your core, but you really then need to understand who this is servicing. So who has those problems? And there's probably going to be a plethora of people that have those problems, but in different ways and in different forms. So by understanding who those people are, where they sit kind of on that spectrum, and then thinking about how to target them quite specifically is going to be a key ingredient to your success. I think, you know, that concept of spray and pray, it just doesn't work 
work in the saturated market that exists today. So really creating concrete strategies for how you're going to target your target audience and customers is going to be the differentiator between success and failure. And then really leaning into once you've captured the eyeballs of your audience and your target market, how do you keep them? Because you you go through the funnel, right? It's the awareness, it's the consideration, and then it's obviously the purchase and post-purchase. How do you weave in kind of that connected customer experience throughout? And how do you use tools and platforms to help you as an organization be better? Because you can't do everything. You know, you can create the strategies, but then your role as a leader in an organization is to understand what are going to be the best platforms or the best tools to help me grow this company and serve my customers in the best way possible. That's amazing. I appreciate those two key nuggets into how to really be the best at this as you scale, because the more efficient that you can be, the quicker you'll scale, the better the return on ad spend, which is essentially the amount of money you put out, how many paying customers are actually purchasing your product. Once you crack that nut, then you can continue to grow and grow and grow because the more money you put in, the exponentially more profits that are coming back out of it. And that's really the key for e-commerce is Figuring out, doing those A-B testings, understanding the data, segmenting, using some of these best practices so that you can eventually find those audience and really efficiently advertise to them to continue to grow that sales base worldwide. It's a huge market and I love niche products. We talk a lot about it on the show, about the value and the power of niche products, especially in 2023, because of the global marketplace, the more specific, the more targeted your product is, the more you can identify those key customer groups, the easier, cheaper, faster it's going to be to market to them and convert them into paying customers. So if you have a product that isn't mainstream, that is okay. In fact, that's preferred for a hardware store startup on limited budget because you can efficiently target a niche group far easier than it is to capture a large group where are competing against bigger corporations. Start where they're not looking and then grow and learn from there and you'll have a great product to continue to scale and you'll continue to grow into other markets from feedback, which is kind of the final loop to all this, something that you addressed as well. Don't just focus on what's selling customers. Figure out how those customers got sold. So what does your post-customer feedback loop look like? Because there's a tremendous amount of data. Before I let you go, talk just a bit about Zuvu. I know you've mentioned a couple of things about it. Let folks know where they can go to learn more about the platform and how it might be able to apply to their e-commerce brand. Sure. So we, as an organization, it's a discovery SaaS platform, right? And we work with the B2C folks, kind of SMEs, but also large enterprises as well. And so we would be keen to speak to any organization that's really looking to supercharge their e-commerce experience. We have a number of tools and experiences and we work with, you know, some of the greatest brands on the planet. And so if you're looking to find us or want to know a bit more, Zuvu.com is the best place to come. Request a demo with us and one of our team will be in touch. Or you can hit me up directly on LinkedIn. I'm very active over there. So feel free to, to just drop me a note. Much appreciated. And I'll throw all those links into the show notes below. So anybody who wants can just click through. Louise, I really appreciate you being on the show and sharing your words of wisdom on how to scale up e-commerce brands. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Thanks and take care. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Product Startup Podcast. If you found some value in the show, please do us a huge favor and leave us a quick five-star review. If you have any questions, guest suggestions, or anything else, feel free to reach out to us anytime at our email, podcast at macodesign.com. That's podcast at macodesign.com. This show is hosted by Kevin Macko, North America's leading expert on product development for physical product startups. Huge thanks to our sponsors, PTC, and their two best-in-class 3D CAD product development software solutions, Onshape and Creo, and Macodesign design and invent the original firm providing world-class consumer
consumer product development services tailored specifically to startups, small manufacturers, and inventors. Thanks for joining and see you next time.